Hi, leaders, and welcome to Connections, the podcast. My name is Jennifer Iverson, and I am here today with Kelly Jordan, and we are going to talk about spring. I am so excited for spring. The sun is shining. The birds are chirping. I can see evidence of it, even though I know winter probably has not had its last hurrah. But there are a lot of things that we think about in MOPS leadership in the spring. And so today we are going to talk about five things that we think are important for you to consider. Welcome, Kelly. I am excited to talk about this with you today. Thank you. I am excited too. And uh, I, it's supposed to snow here tonight. <laughs> so, oh, there you, you know, go. We're thinking about spring, but we still live, we live in part of the world where we have had a lot of snow and a lot of cold. And so uh, we are going to have a little bit more still. So it's not quite spring, but it's close enough for us to talk about it. Well, I also live in a cold part of the world. I woke up this morning and it was beautiful, clear skies, but that also meant that it was like 18 degrees. And I went, this is just not fair, not fair, but I can see hints that warmer weather is coming. Yes, but it's during this time of the year that a MOPS leader really has to think about what she's gonna focus on for the spring. And so that's why we wanted to just talk through these five things, because when you look at a list, you're kind of like, oh, there's so much that I need to be thinking about and so much that I need to be doing. But when you dig into it, you can realize, okay, this is where I need to focus. This is where I need to bring in other people to help me. And so that's why we just want to talk through what we think are the five things leaders need to be thinking about at this time of year. Right, right. And keep in mind, these are things for your um, group and your leadership team as a whole. We are not just talking to coordinators here. We're talking about something that everybody can be thinking about and how they can contribute to it. So let's jump into these five things. And I want leaders just to listen for a few minutes, take some notes on some of the tips that we talk about. Um, we'll also put um, a lot of information in our show links our show notes links in our show notes that's Perfect. the phrase i was Perfect. trying to say um, for you so you don't really have to like sit there with a, a pen and pencil saying note it in your in your head and then talk about it with your leadership team and see who's going to do what parts okay now let me let me say one thing though before we keep going and we'll probably repeat this because we feel very strongly about this fact um these five things, you have to think about them a little bit. Every leader needs to think about these five things. But we're going to throw out some ideas for different things. It does not mean that you have to do everything we're talking about. These are ideas. You grab what interests you, what you think will interest your group, and then you set the others aside. So please do not think that this is an exhaustive list of things that you have to do. You need to pick and choose what works for you within your group and your community and your budget and your team, all of that. But we're just going to throw out a bunch of ideas to help you get started. Great. And you pick what works. Okay. So first off is Easter. And mm -hmm. we are recording this. If you're listening to this later, we are recording this in the year of 2022. And Easter this year is April 17th. Right. And so 
you may have a little bit of time to think about it, or if you're listening and it's next week, it's time to think about it. Right. We have an entire list of ideas that your group could do at Easter. And one of the things that I love about Easter is that it is one of the times of year where people who do not have a relationship with Jesus expect that we might talk about Jesus. Um, the right. whole um, holiday itself is centered around the death and resurrection of Christ. And so obviously we're gonna talk about that. It is not unexpected. So it's a great opportunity for you and your group to talk a little bit about some of those things. Um, so if you go to leaders.mops.org slash Easter, we list out a bunch of ideas for you. Um, one of my favorites is still the idea of going through um, resurrection eggs, where mm -hmm. you have Easter eggs with little trinkets inside of them, and each trinket tells a piece of the story of Jesus's death and resurrection. And while that is something that is um, aimed at children, to learn the story. I also think there's something incredibly valuable for us as moms, even those of us that may have had a relationship with Christ for a long time, to hear that story again, just the simple story and the simple reminders. I just, I love, I don't know, maybe it's nostalgic. I, I do too. And I, what I love about the resurrection eggs in the context of a moths group is that there are probably half a dozen ways you can use that. You yeah. could fill the Easter eggs with the items that are listed and we give you a whole list or you can Google resurrection eggs. It's so easy to find directions for this. So you fill the eggs, you hide them, you let moms find them as part of your meeting and then you open them up and go through it together with the moms. Or you turn it into your creative activity where you gather all of the items together and you make each mom makes her own set of resurrection eggs. So you're talking through the story and you're sending something home with her so that she can talk about it with her friends and her family. Um, we also have on that Easter page, a toddler version of the resurrection egg. So instead of 12, I think there's only four or five. Um, it's hard to keep a toddler's attention through 12 eggs. Through 12 and so, eggs. <laughs> you know, do four or five eggs. Um, there are just so many options for using that resurrection egg idea, depending on what you want to do in your group. Yeah. Yeah, we also have a meeting plan centered around Easter this year. Can you tell our leaders a little bit more about that? Yes, we have a couple of videos that I think really lend themselves to Easter. But uh, I think the first one is the full title of the meeting plan, and I'm going to get it wrong, I think is A Radical Invitation to Love. Nope, and it features, is that it? That's it features uh, Nairup Alphonse, who is a pastor from Denver. And... Nairu kind of talks about what it means to really love, and it very well goes with our all for love theme. But he also, in the middle, just stops and says, hey, if you're not familiar with Jesus, because we talk about how we're supposed to love like Jesus, he says, if you're not familiar with Jesus, let me tell you just a little bit about him. So um, he does that for you. That can sometimes be an awkward conversation to open you know he opens the conversation so you watch the video and then you use the discussion time to answer questions and talk about what your relationship with Jesus looks like um, so his is great there's another one that we just did in my group last week and 
it is one of my favorite videos. It's called A Full Cup. It's with Megan Fate Marshman. And while it doesn't talk about Easter, it definitely talks about um, where we're supposed to, where we find purpose and where we find hope. And that's what Easter is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another really good one that you could use. We also include on there, it was last year's Easter meeting plan that we designed, but I love it so much. And it is um, cardboard testimonies. So if you haven't done that before, that Easter meeting plan is available for you. And it requires a little bit of prep time. So if you're going to do that, you need to plan ahead for it. Uh, But it's this full plan about leaders sharing how meeting Jesus changed their lives and then giving moms a chance to share how Jesus has changed their lives and opens up the conversation for those who don't yet know Jesus. So there's several really good options for you. We've also thrown a few other kind of fun ideas. It's always fun to do like minute to win it games, things like that. So I love those really fun plans, but I think you need to combine it. You need to make sure you don't miss the the meaning, the purpose, the, the conversation Easter allows us to have about Jesus, but mix it with some fun. Some fun things too. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think Easter is also a great opportunity, um, the meeting before Easter, to point back to your church and share mm-hmm. some of the um, activities and events that your church is planning around Easter. Um, there may be moms in your group that are interested in attending on Sunday, but just aren't quite sure what that looks like or how that will feel. And this is a great opportunity for you guys to say, hey, our church has Easter services on these dates. And if you would like to come, just let me know. I would be glad to meet you at the door. We'll have a seat for you because, I mean, finding a seat at Easter time can sometimes be challenging. So, right. Yeah, it's a great opportunity to point back to the church. Oh, I'm I'm now I'm super excited for Easter. (laughs) Okay, I love it. Okay, so that's one thing to think about um, as a leader, a mops leader in the spring. Another thing that we want you to start thinking about, if you have not already, is who are going to be your leaders for the next year. Um, You may have. Um, leaders in your group that are stepping down or moving or um, transitioning to something else. You may have a full leadership team and it may not be that big of a deal, but now is a great opportunity to take a look at, okay, what is our leadership team going to look like at the end of this year? Where are we going to need to find some leaders to fill the holes in our leadership team? Um, and we would love to give you a couple of tips on that. <laughs> yes. I think one of my my biggest tips that I would say about that is to not make assumptions um, that one, you need to talk to each of your leaders to see what their plans are. You don't want to just assume that a leader is going to return. Um, but then when you want to say, okay, we have we need to fill the hospitality role. Um, You may make an announcement at your group that says, hey, we, our hospitality leader is going to be moving and we would like to fill that role. If you're interested, please come talk to us. However, you may not have four or five people that come running to you saying, I want to be in the leadership role. Finding leaders more often 
happens when you say to somebody, hey, I noticed that you are so welcoming to moms and you always have a friendly smile. You're here early helping or staying late, helping us clean up. Um, would you consider serving on this hospitality role? Would you consider joining us? Um, you could give her an application. Um, let Ask her to just consider it. It's a great way for somebody to actually know that they have qualities that you saw in them as a leader. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love the idea of calling out those things in other people. I've had people do that for me and I've stepped into things that I never thought I would like or never thought I could do because someone else said, hey, consider this because I feel like this might be a place where you have some strengths. So I think that is that is great. And that starts with getting to know the moms in your group um, and just kind of watching them and seeing the things that they like to do and, and how they interact with other people. So I love that calling out each other's strengths. Now, you mentioned handing her an application. Can you tell me why you think that application process, using that as a way to apply for leadership, is a good idea? Yeah, there's a couple of reasons. One, you don't want to ask somebody and have them just assume that that means they're going to step into that role. Um, because as you ask them some questions or get to know them a little bit more, there may be some things that concern you or things that you didn't think about. Um, I also think that keeps from people fighting over a position. If they know they have to apply, it means they're not guaranteed the spot. I know some groups that every year, even if you served as hospitality, the following year you still fill out an application um, just to not have somebody stay in a role forever if there's a reason that they should step down. Um, the other reason I think is it gives you, you an opportunity to ask some questions that maybe you don't know about them. So maybe you've gotten to know this mom, but you haven't actually asked her, hey, tell me about when you met Jesus and what your relationship with Jesus looks like. Because as a leader, one of our goals in MOPS leadership is to share Jesus with the moms in our group. And if your leader does not have a relationship with Jesus, it's going to be hard for her to share that. Mm -hmm. So I think being able to ask that question lets you get to know some things about that mom that you may not have known. Right. I think it helps set up really good expectations so people know what they're stepping into. They know what they're applying for. Um, and it gives you the opportunity to get to know her a little bit better. Make sure this really is a good position step into. So I think I think that's great. I think the idea of the application process is a good idea. I also think that the way that you invite someone to consider this opportunity matters because you're inviting them to step in and join you in something that you really love, something that you've been committed to and you've poured your heart and soul into. So ask like that, you know, <laughs> instead of saying, hey, you wouldn't want to do this, would you? <laughs> that makes it real easy for me to say, Oh, no, I would, I would not. I would not want to do that. Thank you for asking. No. Instead, tell her what you love about it, why you've enjoyed being in leadership, what you've learned from it, and why you want her to join your team to keep on doing this good thing you've been doing. So I think it's a lot of times it's in how you ask 
-hmm. that's as important as who you ask, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, well, I will say, I'm going to. Oh, go if ahead. you act like the job is tiring and horrible and it's just such a chore, why would anybody ever want to step into that position? So even your own attitude is a good uh, a good thing to keep in mind. Now, let's let's be honest here with our friends listening. It can indeed be tiring. Yes. And there are times when leadership is really hard. Absolutely. So we're not saying completely cover that up and don't be honest, <laughs> but odds are alongside that there have been really good things that you've learned, really fulfilling things that you've done. And so talk about those things um, yeah. because that's the exciting part of leadership. Now I'm going to give a little commercial here real quick. If you are a coordinator um, and you are part of our cohort community in your cohorts during March and April. And I think even back into February, you've been talking about this idea of succession. That's kind of a big word for finding the person that comes after you. Um, you've been talking about that and you've been talking about what that looks like and how to make a smooth transition and uh, how to involve other people in leadership. So um, you are a step ahead if you've been part of that cohort community. If you are not part of the cohort community and you are a coordinator or an assistant coordinator, I really want to encourage you to check it out because there are still a lot of really great things we wrap up this MOPS year. So uh, be sure and look into the cohort community because we would love to get you connected if you are not already. So that is my commercial. I love it. I love it. And great if you are stepping out of leadership to make sure that the new leaders coming in know about it. Oh, right. That the new coordinator. And I will say that this is we talk to a lot of leaders all year long. And that is one of the big things we hear is a leader who steps into a position and then says to us, well, I didn't know about any of these things. So if you are stepping out of your position, please help the new person that's stepping in start off on the right foot, help her be successful by passing on information, information about your group, but also information about MOPS and the resources and what's available. It is one of the biggest things we hear all year long is, well, I didn't know about that. So pass on the information that you have, what you've learned, pass that on to the new person. All right. So that was a lot in that little number two about new leaders and if you're going to lead next year. So that was a lot in there. So hopefully there's something in there that you can grab and hold on to. But let's move on. The, the third thing that leaders are thinking about right now is renewal. And renewal is the time of year when your group says, yes, we're going to keep partnering with MOPS and we're going to keep reaching women in our community. And every year, every church needs to renew their relationship with MOPS. And uh, this year, Renewal opens on April 5th. We are going to kick it off by revealing our theme for next year. And we are not going to go into a discussion of that right now because we just can't. Um, <laughs> but let me just tell you, it's really great. So on April 5th, we're going to share the new theme and we're going to kick off Renewal. Um, if you are a leader, you just need to be aware that renewal is coming. And we're not going to spend time here talking about the details, but you can go to leaders.mops.org slash renewal, and you will find all of the details there. Pricing, deadlines, uh, the benefits of renewal, all of that will be on that page. And, uh, and then you're going to hear us talk more about it. You're going to get emails from us. You're going to see things on social media. 
that make sure that you know what renewal involves and what your steps are in the renewal process. But I will say this, if you are a new leader, maybe this is your first year, so this idea of renewal is new to you, um, we are going to help make sure that you are prepared. Uh, if you are a leader that you've done this before, you've your group for the last five years, whatever, that's great. But I still want you to check it out and pay attention to the details because we do have some things this year that are different. And so we want to make sure that you are as prepared as you can be for renewal. So again, that's leaders.mops.org slash renewal. Watch Mops Leaders social media, Facebook and Instagram. And um, if you're a coordinator, listen in at your cohort community things because we're going to share a lot of information. So it's Renewal. a lot of exciting things. It is so many exciting things, and we can't wait to tell you about them. But um, so keep looking for that. So that's the third thing is renewal. What right. is the fourth thing? So the fourth thing we want to think about, even though um, you're about halfway through your spring semester, one of the things we want you to start thinking about is what is your last meeting going to look like? Um, because quite frankly, that last meeting can sneak up on you sometimes. So we want you to take time right now and think about how are you going to make that last meeting a celebration? We encourage you to make it like a, a, almost like an Olympic closing ceremony. It is a fun end to your year. And there are so many exciting and different ways that groups do this. Some make them fancy, some make them um, a theme oriented one. Um, one of my favorite things is just to have some place for like a photo shoot of a backdrop, something yes. because I am horrible at remembering to take pictures with people. But if there is a photo backdrop, I will make my way there to get pictures with groups of people. So we mm -hmm. want you to start thinking about what does your year-end celebration look like. And one of the things that we are encouraging you to do is to wrap up the theme by asking your, your moms and your leaders a couple of questions. What has your life looked like this year living all for love? How did you put love in action? I mean, these are great questions to ask to get moms thinking. Um, it's a great way to kind of cue up either your leadership team or some moms. Hey, we're going to ask this question. Um, would you be prepared to share your answer? So you give them a heads up so they can think about it too. And they're really broad questions. And so the answers can go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the beauty of it. It's a it's a simple question that can go anywhere. Uh, we're going to ask those questions of leaders on social media. Um, and so you could start there and then talk about it during your final meeting. Now, there was one thing in the leader guide that you got at the very beginning of this year. We had a page called Love in Action. It's page 59. If you want to pull out your leader guide. But we're also going to make sure you can find it at leaders.mops.org forms. It's called Love in Action. And we encouraged you at the beginning of the year to uh, finish these sentences. It says, this year I will put love in action in my home by. I will put love in action 
by going out of my way by. I will put love in action in celebrating others' victories or in carrying others' burdens. So we asked you to think about these different categories. Now, whether you did this at the beginning of the year or not doesn't matter. These questions, you could ask them now as a way to start some really good conversation. So if you really want to focus in on all for love and what it looked like lived out in our lives and in our group this year, these are some questions that can get you started. Again, you can find them at leaders.mops.org forms, and it's called Love in Action. So it's a great place to start. You can also come up with all of your own questions if you'd like, but this is a way for you to start. Um, but the end of the year meeting doesn't have to be completely theme related. You could bring in whatever you want. Like Jen talked about the Olympics. I think that would be a great way to have, you know, an ending ceremony kind of thing. Um, we have some groups that do things like mom Oscars, you know, where they give awards for things that they accomplished during the year. Um, some even trophies. You can create a certificate um, that just honors things that they did during the year. We had one year a cake decorator come in and show us how to decorate cupcakes, and we just had a party that way. Uh, this year, our group is going to do a charcuterie board where we're going to ask moms to sign up ahead of time if they want to compete, and they can bring whatever kind of board they want. Savory, sweet, whatever. We don't care. It's just open. But we're going to have a little, little friendly competition. My group is fairly competitive. And so little, little friendly competition at the end of the year. I think I would so, make a chocolate board, if I'm honest. Yeah. I think that okay. would be I, a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I'm going to sign up to do one, but I don't know what I'm going to do yet. So i got to give it some thought. Because it's way more than just cheese and crackers. Although, right. I wouldn't turn my nose up at a cheese and cracker board either. No, so. no I would not either. <laughs> lots of options. So there are lots of options for your end-of-year celebration. So I really think the purpose of this end-of-year celebration is to look back what have we learned um, whether you've grown as a group or to have moms look and say yeah I, I was dealing with this at the beginning of the year and now I'm here um, even if it's just one step forward that's still growth and I think that that's worth a celebration so it's to do those things but I think it's also there to help us kick off summer plans yeah. to kick off what we're going to do next that is our number five thing that leaders need to think about right now and that is the summer plans and so to have some things in place so that at the end of the year meeting you can say all right these are a few of the things you don't have to have the whole summer planned but these are a few of the things we're going to do because do you remember when you like graduated from high school or you've left it and you had like the yearbook signing ceremony you know that little time where you could go around and sign everybody's yearbooks and then you're like, oh, I don't know if I'll ever see you again. And that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. We don't want mops to be like that. That's not right. what mops is. So you're going to still see each other. And so you need to say, okay, these are the things we already have in place to help you stay connected to mops and to each other over the summer. Moms already deal with loneliness in and of itself. We don't want you to deal with a lonely summer either. Right. So I think when we think about summer, it's kind of... Um, well, I like to be very organized about it, but I think there are two parts to summer plans. One is what we think about summer plans with the mom in mind and what we think about summer plans for the leader in mind. So for the mom, you want to have some things set up 
that allow that connection. It's also a place to have some things where a mom could bring a friend, somebody that isn't part of MOPS and introduce her to MOPS before it becomes sort of like this big deal to go to a, a meeting in the fall. It could be so simple as dates that you say, we're gonna meet at the park. So there's very little planning involved. You just show up and you get to see each other. Um, and it doesn't mean you have to plan multiple things a month like you would a meeting, and it doesn't have to be formal. It can be completely informal, but just a way to have moms still connect. We have a, we have a community garage sale in mm -hmm. the town where I live. So it could be on that community garage sale day where you say, okay, we're all going to meet at my house at eight o'clock in the morning on this day. We're all going to go to garage sales. We're going to come back to my house at lunch. We're going to share the cool things that we bought and eat sandwiches. It doesn't even have to be something that you have to do all of the work to plan. Jump mm -hmm. into things that are already planned and just invite somebody to go with you. Yeah. And if you're the discussion group leader, this doesn't even have to be for your whole group. It could be that your table is going to plan some things. Mm -hmm. And I think um, even for mentors, you know, how does a mentor stay connected over the summer? How does she connect with the moms? So include your mentors in those plans. I'm a mentor in my group. And I think the way I look at it is that the mentor needs to connect really on a couple of levels. How can you connect with the group? Well, it's by going to the play dates. Even if you don't have a child to take with you, you go to the play dates and you play with other people's kids. Um, so you keep involved in the activities during the summer, but also how can you connect personally? How can I still connect with each of these women when I'm maybe not seeing them every other week, like I would during the mops year? And maybe you pick a day and say, you know, every Tuesday, I am going to make an effort to meet somebody for coffee or um, meet them at a, a playground or something. Um, or if you can't get out and physically meet them, then every Tuesday, I'm going to spend time texting each of the moms or I'm going to send them a card in the mail or um, being aware and saying, if you read something that's interesting, share it with the moms in some way. So it's connecting personally with the moms so you don't lose the connection you've started to build all year, but then also staying connected as a group. Yeah, I loved when our mentors showed up at our play dates, mainly because I always came with multiple children and they would go in <laughs> opposite directions. So our mentors there as an extra set of hands or an extra set of eyes were always welcome. Nobody thought they shouldn't be there. <laughs> right. And as the mentor, when you're doing that, when you are the extra set of hands and eyes, you also get to be listening to what the moms are talking about. And um, you hear all kinds of things that you can later support them in or encourage them in or celebrate with them. So um, just showing up at things like that, we just can't underestimate the value of showing up as a mentor um, wherever young moms are. Yeah. Okay. So for a leader in the summer, you know, we talked when we talked about looking for leaders next year, we talked about how sometimes leadership can be tiring mm -hmm. um, because it is, it's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of tasks you take care of. Um, and so it can be tiring. And the summer is a great time to just be able to rest from some of that. You're not planning um, monthly meetings, um, but it is also a time 
to start planning for the next year so that you don't get to um, the middle of August and panic. So right. what are some things that a leader could do to prepare over the summer to make the following year a little bit easier? Well, I completely agree with the idea of rest because the MOPS year is more like a marathon. It's not like a sprint. Usually it's a marathon and you really can't run two marathons back to back. You got to have some recovery time. I've never run a marathon. I'll tell you that right now. You're just saying from what other people. And I never, and I never plan on it. Okay. But I do have a friend that has run a marathon. And what she says is that after you run the marathon, you have to have some recovery. And so whatever that recovery looks like for you, and maybe it looks like just walking away from mops for a little while, um, just not thinking about what next year's plans are going to be. Maybe it is wrapping up the year that just ended, sending out thank you notes and spending a little time appreciating what what you learned through it. So whatever rest looks like for you, you need to rest a little bit, but then you need to be ready to step in and start planning. So MOPS gives you all of the things we can, all of our theme resources to help you plan for the next year. So you'll have access to those during the summer. So you can start to plan. You could plan a retreat to meet with your leadership team, whether it's maybe it's only a half a day retreat. Maybe it's a whole weekend, whatever you can work out, whatever fits in your your team and in your budget. So you can start to think about next year a little bit at a time where you don't feel the time pressure. All right. So if you start this early in the summer, you've got time. And and you and I talk about this all the time. You can be more creative when you have space. So if you can set aside some time and some space for that, you can think really big ideas and get really creative about what you want your group to look like. But I also think that summer is a chance for you to develop some of your own skills, definitely some of your leadership skills. And and MOPS would love to help you do that. We have a a ton of online training courses that will help you in your MOPS leadership, but also just leadership in general. So we definitely want you to take advantage of that. But maybe it is just um, grabbing a leadership focused book that you want to study or studying a certain passage of scripture that has really been interesting to you. And so you really want to dive into it. Maybe there's some skill that you want. Okay, here's mine. Jennifer is really good at Canva. I am not. And so I want to learn how to use Canva more because there's really cool things you can do with it. Maybe that's what you want to learn this summer. So just take a little bit of time, play with it, learn what you can learn. That's also an opportunity to connect with somebody else who maybe already does it really well. Invite them to come into your process and teach you. So what do you want to learn? What do you want to do? And if you think about that early in the summer, you have the whole summer to do it. I think very often we get to the middle of August and we go, I, I wanted to do all these things and I didn't do any of them. And that's okay. You know, some things we have big dreams. We're like, yeah, I want to do all these things. And when it comes down to it, you know, you also have to continue to take care of your children and <laughs> do all of the other things you do as a mom. So it's okay if you don't accomplish everything that was at the beginning of the summer. But if you start thinking about it now, there you can kind of plan for what you really want to focus in on. And that's really what this conversation has been about, is we want you to focus on what you can do 
and think about what you can delegate to someone else so that you don't get so overwhelmed in all of the details. One one person that I kind of fangirl on a little bit is Kendra Adachi. She is known as the lazy genius. And she says, one of the one of the things you can do is to ask yourself the magic question. And the magic question is, what can I do now to make my life easier later? And I think that's what we're really asking you to do now in the spring is what can you do now around these five topics that will make life a little bit easier further down the road. And like you said, maybe one of the things you can do now is reach out to somebody and say, hey, We'd like to have some summer activities. Could you plan some summer activities? You could say, hey, who wants to plan something for June? Or who wants to plan park play dates and somebody else can plan mom's nights out or something, you know, so you can divide that up. That's what we really want you to think about with these five things. These are five big things, but they are not five things that one leader needs to do. No. No. Right. There are five things that your team needs to think about. And if you are a team of one, because I know that there are some out there that you are a team of one, you need to think about these five things, but you don't have to dive deep into every one. All right. Again, focus on what you can do now and how you might be able to bring others alongside to help you. Right. And you prioritize which of these is the most important for you to think about first. Right. You can you remind it. us, can you remind us of the five things, Jen? Sure. Go through the so list. We talked about Easter, which is April 17th. Mm-hmm. We talked about evaluating your leadership team for the following year. Who's going to be on it? Who do you need to find? We talked about renewing your group and your partnership with Mops International. That opens April 5th. We talked about your year-end celebration how are you going to end your MOPS year in a in a celebratory way? And then we talked about summer and what does summer look like for your moms and your leaders? So five things to think about as a leader during this spring time. It is a lot. We know moms' lives are busy in the spring as well. So just take some time now to think about these things. What little pieces can you grab? And let's all look forward Leaders, this year has been an amazing all for love year, and we would love to hear ways that you have lived all for love as well. You can email us at leaders at mops.org, or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Mops Leaders. We hope this year has been a year of big things. We hope that you opened your doors wide open and let love just ooze out onto everybody that is around. So leaders, let's get ready for spring.